I just gave myself a headache. I just gave myself more of a headache than I did when I was, oh, sorry, the hair was just a slight bit out of place there. Welcome to Rage You Nerds. I am Mr. Cack, and I am joined this lovely Friday by my ride or die. Not blood brother, but brothers in blood. Well, no, I guess it's the other way around. TJ! <laughs> Hi, everybody. Uh, Jared couldn't make it today. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so Jared typically gives a reason why you couldn't make it on the streams that you didn't make it. Would you ver yeah. Would you care to venture a guess where Jared might be tonight? Oh, he's he was arrested um, <laughs> yesterday for uh, lewd behavior, um, urinating in public. Uh, oh gosh, there's like five or six things. It's, it's, yeah, it, 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 it was a bad deal. Like, <laughs> he, he, he kept screaming, you'll never take me alive. <laughs> it was, uh, it was manager, just... so manager Juan on Twitch says, it's been a while. How are we? We're pretty good, manager Juan. How are you, buddy? Glad to see you back. It's been a while. Yes, but you're here now. Uh, Jared on Facebook, Jared Kegel, <laughs> a, a Jared, a Jared Kegel on, uh, on Facebook says, I'm a ghost. He was arrested, dot, 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 typical. Yeah, hey. well, uh, oh, Franklin County Jails does let you use Facebook in them from time to time. I oh. guess he's been a uh, good behavior, I guess. I you didn't know. even know that's or, how you spelled uh, my brother's name, honestly. So, or he smuggled in a cell phone up his butt. You don't. I mean, you never know with this guy, right? That's a prisoner pocket. That's the prisoner yeah. wallet. The prisoner wallet. The prisoner wallet. Uh, so tonight it's two nerds. It's going to. So who's this person who got arrested? And the other person that's usually on here? Yes, manager one. Yes. <laughs> um, so we, with just TJ and I, we're going to just briefly go through uh, some nerdy happenings, and then we'll cut stream. <laughs> and it'll be fun for all. I will give fair warning right now to you, TJ, to those out there. To end the stream, we're going to watch the Batman deleted scene that's now released on the internet involving a Joe Kerr uh appearance so we'll probably get kicked off of the facebook <laughs> yeah so i mean well just uh, just for those of you that haven't seen it it's the last thing we'll do so please feel free to stick around if you're already appalled and don't want to stick around well screw you <laughs> <laughs> good day to you i say uh tj i was gonna do nerd popcorn and there's not a whole lot of it's just not a big nerd news time right now. Thank thank the Lord, new stuff is coming out on TV and in movies because there's really not crap going on uh, right now in the month of March. Yeah. But there are some topics lingering since there's only two of us. There's no need to really popcorn the way we normally do it. So let's just let's just run down and let, you know feel free to give as many thoughts as you want on the current topic at hand. First one up. The Monsters reboot. Elvira's in it. It's PG rated, and she says she's playing the, a role like never before. Uh, so, Monsters, Elvira, big titties, uh, PG. Any interest there in, in what I assume is going to be the weirdest PG movie I've ever watched? Not only is it going to be the weirdest PG movie, but it's going to be the weirdest Rob Zombie movie. I mean, you got to look at it that because this guy. I, did, I don't know that he can write anything that doesn't have the F-bomb like every three words. <laughs> so I'm kind of curious to see how, if it's PG rated, how they're going to get by that. As far as Elvira, uh, I have, yeah, I don't know. Like, good for her. She's still working, I guess. I don't know. Some people can't find work. 
she still has a job good for her <laughs> i don't know man it, it's i was never really like a huge fan of elvira so it's one of those things where it's just kind of like yeah i don't really care yeah uh fraught relic says rob zombie and pg do not go in the same sentence unless the sentence is Rob Zombie doesn't make PG movies. That's fair. I mean, yeah, that's, that's true. TJ, yeah, TJ agrees. Um, <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> my, I mean, so I mean, legitimately, that's my only thought when it comes to anything to do with this monsters thing. Is I don't know how Rob Zombie creatively does it. There has to be like the movie itself is an hour, and then eventually there's going to be a Rob Zombie director's cut that'll be two hours, an additional hour of all the mfers. Uh, and sex jet sex jokes he could not include in the film. It's it's like a good thirty minutes of objectifying his wife, and, and, and the others are just mfers, just mfers everywhere. Yeah, that's that's the only <laughs> way I could see it. it. There'll be there'll be talks after this movie comes out where it's going to be like release the zombie version or something, or it's you know gotta gotta have that R rated version or that you know uh, what's what's past R these days. Okay, so the the direct quote from this Elvira uh, headline was, Elvira says, Here I am playing this character that's so, so different from what I normally do. I'm playing a super straight character. Now, there's probably some layers that we could dig into all of that, but we shan't. Barbara is a normal woman, this real estate agent. It was exciting and terrifying, but it was really cool. There you go. Hey, Elvira, sometimes it's all right. To put your your uh what vampiric charm and your big titties away and and just be a real estate agent. Yeah, hey, you know what? Yeah, it's, it's an honest way to make money. You know, swindling people out of theirs. <laughs> uh, next up, Ben Stiller, and I think this might be my like most interesting of of the headline topics. Ben Stiller is going to be playing Jack Torrance from The Shining in a stage production. Of The Shining. Okay. I I am extremely interested in all of this. Whether it's on stage or more what I want filmed so I can see Ben Stiller as Jack Torrance. You know, you remember a few years back whenever like NBC and you know the major like network television uh they would they would do these plays and then put them on TV. That's kind of what I want to see out of this. Just because it's The Shining, it's a play, and it's Ben Stiller. Like, how do you not, like, put that on, like, NBC or CBS? Let's see. Yeah, I mean, that's, I, so, I the the outlet notes that the project has been discussed, whatever. Uh, so, a stage production in the West End. I, I just, I don't know how you cast Ben Stiller for that role. Which, granted, right now, it's just in talks to do it. But that has to be something filmed and put out there in the world for others to see. I personally think Ben Stiller can do a pretty dang good Jack Torrance. There's some unhingedness to some of Ben Stiller's roles that I think if he was allowed to go dark for a change. Because, I mean, he's kind of shoehorned into the lovable goof. Yeah. I I think there's a darkness in that, man. Well, what is it? uh, Is it Happy Gilmore? uh, Oh, when he's the the attendant? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So like he can do like dark and evil and you know just so yeah, I mean you you I mean you'd have to put this on TV or put it like on uh, like a streaming service or something. Like you know, you can't just prop it up in like New York or something and on Broadway or some shit and 
have the play going on, you know, it's it's got to be you got to make some serious money just putting it out there. So this isn't this isn't the anything to do with Ben Stiller. This is Stephen King. I didn't realize this. I know Stephen King has been very open and adamant that he has had a lot of issues with Stanley Kubrick's portrayal of The Shining in pretty much every facet of what Stanley did with it. But I didn't know this. King has been very vocally opposed to Jack Nicholson's, well, I guess not so much Jack Nicholson himself, but the depiction of Jack Torrance in the film. Uh, He says, I feel the same because the character of Jack Torrance has no arc in that movie. Absolutely no arc at all. When we first see Jack Nicholson, he's in the office of Mr. Ullman, the manager of the hotel, and you know, then he's crazy as a shithouse rat. All he does is get crazier. In the book, he's a guy who's struggling with his Santan with his Santanity, with his Santana, <laughs> with his sanity, and finally loses it. To me, that's a tragedy. In the movie, there's no tragedy because there's no real change. The only other real difference is at the end of my book, the hotel blows up, and in the end of Kubrick's, the movie, the hotel freezes. So, what do you agree with that? Well, I mean, I never read the book, so I don't know like the whole story arc and everything of it. Um, but you know, it's 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 something though because that movie is so iconic that any other movie that's released from The Shining, like I think they did a couple of remakes eventually, and they just they didn't seem as good. And I, you know, maybe it has to do with the fact that it's Jack Nicholson and it's just a, such an iconic movie. I mean, everything that was in it. Um, that being said, you know, if it's a way for for Kings to really show like how it needs to be seen, you know, sure. Do it. Go for it. So next up on the docket. Yes. Yes. Maniacal kitten. I can't read. Okay. Uh, And Jared says kind of like Ryan Reynolds in the omen. There was an evil streak wanting to get out. Was that the omen or was that um, Amityville house horror? I think it was the Amityville horror. It was, uh, Uh, they did a remake of the omen and I, can't remember Liev Schreiber is it now who knows who cares it? I didn't watch yeah it. it was it was a I mean it was a shot for shot remake of the movie boo and, so. speaking of people that dislike people's choices in cinema Francis Ford Coppola known hater of the MCU says I like Deadpool to which Deadpool on Twitter says Deadpool likes Francis Ford Coppola so uh, there you go. I I don't know why Francis Ford Coppola likes Deadpool. I assume it has to do with the pegging. But TJ, your thoughts on <laughs> on on revered Godfather director finally coming out of his shell and saying, you know what, one of them comic book movies is funny, and it happens to be the one that throws out more hard R's uh, than a Sesame Street episode. Yeah, um, I don't know. I think we talked about the whole like it's not cinema thing. A while back so i mean we could we could delve back into that a little bit but you know what he likes the movie good for him you know that's all i gotta say it's a good movie i mean there's there's you know there's no real takeaway from it it's you know it's what it is it's you watch it and you're entertained and that's kind of the point of these superhero movies is you watch it and you to be entertained like you don't need to learn a lesson or anything it's not you know something that's gonna i can't even think of the words you know but good for him Good for him. It, it's probably the the baby legs part. He probably really likes the baby legs. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about the baby legs part. 
was that in was that in 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 Deadpool or Deadpool Two? <sighs> Who knows? I think it was Who the baby anymore? arm in Deadpool, wasn't it? I don't know. It was baby something, pegging something, and unicorns and Crocs, yeah. Crocs. Maybe he's a big fan of Crocs. I don't, I don't know. I he maybe he's a fan that his name Francis uh, was used endearingly throughout <laughs> all of Deadpool the first one. You know, and you don't need a reason to like a movie. If you like it, you like it. You know, you don't need to, you know, justify the reasons why you like it. Okay, Frot Relic says Deadpool two had the baby legs, so then Deadpool one had the baby. The baby, baby hand. I think baby it was like hand. the baby yeah. hand or something. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he like shoots the gun. Okay, gotcha. Um, <laughs> so, Maniacal Kitten says, wait, did I hear something about a horse? You did not. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one's kind of a... No do one you... mentioned Daniel Radcliffe here. <laughs> this one's kind of a do you care sort of thing. Yeah. Disney posted a thing on Twitter talking about spring break and had a picture of... Uh, High School the Musical 2 or whatever and like, you know, made a reference to the characters in that movie and Spring Break. To which Twitter users took their moment to pile on and tell Disney, you suck ass, Disney, because the clip that they do in all of High School the Musical 2 isn't about Spring Break, it's about Summer Break. Is this anything... Like, should an article have been wrote, <laughs> written about this? Like, is this is this a big deal? Like... Is this the worst thing Disney can do? Like, does Disney suck ass for this specific reason, TJ? No, I think they're just trying to market with, you know, being that it's spring break time and trying to get people to watch Disney Plus. Um, as far as it goes, like, I don't I don't think I've seen, I'm pretty sure I haven't seen High School Musical 2. So it was kind of news to me that it wasn't over spring break. So, hey, what do you know? You learned something. Every day, right? That's what, I'm, that's what I'm here for, to help you learn, TJ. Yeah. To give you yeah. some knowledge. So, I mean, it's like, it's like okay, Disney tweeted something incorrect, factually incorrect about <laughs> one of their movies. But yeah. is that the most Disney movie? Like, I mean, that's a, Di- that's a Disney movie that came on TV. That was like a made-for-TV movie in my eyes. Like, do you think ABC knows everything that comes out their crap? No, they don't. Well, not I mean, only that, but the person who probably runs their, their Twitter... You know, probably wasn't a probably wasn't a, a, a teen or alive during high school. Yeah, you know, you're probably talking like some you know twenty year old kid who's you know sitting there running. It's like, oh, it's spring break time. Well, let me just go ahead and this movie's on there. That looks like spring type of. And of course, you know, you can always count on you know the Twitter verse to to set the record straight and set people straight anytime they mess up in any way, shape, form, or you know do something that someone doesn't like, right? <laughs> High School the Musical 2 was 15 years ago. Oh, wow. I hope that makes people feel more startled and shocked than maybe what I thought it was going to be when I first started looking at the topic for High School the Musical 2. Uh, but that's the only thing I really have to say about High School the Musical 2. Or any High School the Musical. Uh, the Twitter trolls are a real thing. years yeah. ago makes sense that it could be a 20-year-old person. Yeah, that didn't. Five when the movie comes out. Didn't see it. Hasn't, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Uh, but it also feels the right, like maybe Disney has 40 year olds typing on their Twitter because yeah. I don't know. I just don't have a lot of faith in these big companies. I know most of them outsource their social media presence, uh, to marketing companies because like I, I knew, so this is going to be one of those. I, I knew a, I knew a cousin of a guy of a girl who did this. I used to work with someone and their sister worked for a consulting company who did 
the social media account for Wendy's and a couple of others, but Wendy's, it's when Wendy's first started popping off and, and making their sassy ass comments and uh, retweets to people. <laughs> and I, I was like talking about that. I was like, this is like the coolest thing ever. And this, this person I work with, she's like, and my sister does that. I'm like your sister's the coolest mother trucker alive. Like, cause that's the sassy, like that was back before everyone was sassy. You know, that was the first say this, you know, you said it could be 40 year olds working at a consulting firm doing stuff like that. You know, I'm almost 40 and I'm purposely just putting the word the in front of YouTube and Facebook and stuff like that just to annoy people. So, you know, I, okay, hold on. (laughs) I've got a, because, because Maniacal Kitten said this, I need to cue it up. I need to do it. I need to do it. So... Hold on one second, Maniacal Kitten. This is for you because you kind of mentioned it, and this is kind of like the, the word you say in Pee Wee's Playhouse, and they all freak out and lose their mind. <laughs> um, so let me move. Let me move this up. Let me move this up right here, and let me hide this, and let me make it big, and TJ will see before Maniacal Kitten does what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> uh, downloads. There we are. <laughs> All right. So Maniacal Kitten said the, the secret word, the secret phrase, the phrase that pays. So let me <laughs> let me get it ready. All right. Maniacal Kitten, you said it. So we have to do it. Maniacal Kitten said Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Zac Efron. Is playing, is portraying a dad now. And that's so true. Zac Efron is portraying a dad right now, right this very moment in uh, an adaptation of Firestarter. Another Stephen King. Hey, we did the, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon to get back to Zac Efron and get back to Stephen King. Uh... <laughs> Uh, and hold. Oh, that's what we were missing, TJ. We were missing in a Jared's. And hold. And hold. I haven't made our video yet, TJ. All the right, video Jared. that we. Oh, okay. I, I haven't recorded our video yet. So uh, the video that we recorded at the end of last stream, we got something for you, Jared. Check out YouTube tomorrow. <laughs> You'll be mightily right. surprised, Jared. Whenever, whenever you get out of jail. Um, we're going to need you to do a audio recording of the and hold and, and hold. Oh yeah. We need that for like a sound on the soundboard. Yeah. Along with Zac Efron. <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe TJ, Jared, Maniacal Kitten, Fraught Relic, whoever else is listening to me at this point in time, out of all of our stuff on TikTok and Instagram, more so Instagram. The one video that has received the most attention recently is the one that just shows these abs as the preview picture has gotten so many more views <laughs> than any other video. Uh, I don't I I don't know what's different about anything. <laughs> well, I mean if they want abs, like you know, I don't have a six pack, I got a keg. I'll rip right? my shirt off. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I don't know, but this is just gonna I'm gonna obligatory Zac Efron. Just it's just gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be Pee Wee's Playhouse, <laughs> so man. It's literally a picture of that. And then us put for your, like put 30 your minutes just going, Zac Efron, Zac Efron, Zac Efron. <laughs> I don't know. It's just like Pee Wee's Playhouse rules, man. Every time someone says, Alright, when someone says Zac Efron, <laughs> we all lose our shit. <laughs> we all collect- 
When you hear oh, a man. bell, when you hear a bell ring, that means Zac Efron is coming. <laughs> Whoa, coming. Well, all right, on to the next subject. Well, he's uh, a daddy now. So. <laughs> he's a daddy now. <laughs> the birds and the bees. James Gunn says the Guardians... Of, sorry, I'm just going to go right into it. James <laughs> Gunn says the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is the greatest thing he has ever done. What oh. kind of expectation levels does that set for you, TJ? Hey, unless it's got Peacemaker like making an appearance, like he can go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> that simple <laughs> I almost choked on my drink <laughs> so, so James Gunn thinks that the, the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special is all that yeah well Peacemaker probably disagree I so this is this is now a dangerous point for James Gunn because I feel like we've hit apex level for James Gunn and there's a lot of things that we like that James Gunn has done that's going to feel very derivative if he does them again for Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. So if there's a choreographed dance number, which I can almost guarantee you there will be, because, be. because he did a music video for Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Zardu Hasselfrau, Zardu Hasselfrau, and had David, <laughs> David Hasselhoff appearing. Um, and then Peacemaker, as we're all very well aware of. So I, I feel very confident they're going to do, and they're going to intentionally make it kind of a goofy one, I feel like, because I think they're going to poke fun at the Star Wars holiday special probably a lot. Yeah. But it, it, I, think, I think James Gunn is in a, like in a dangerous spot. He's at the highest level of James Gunnhood, and all of his staples, I think, are going to start... People are going to start being a lot more critical of him, I think. I think people are going to be start being a lot more, especially if he throws out stuff like, this is the greatest thing I've ever done. Granted, there's context missing to that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we're just jumping on a headline. But I feel like that's a dangerous move, James Gunn. It's a dangerous move. But, you know, you, you, you look at the, uh, you, you got to look at it like, is he saying that because Disney? Yeah. You know, mean, or is it really, yeah. is it something that he views as the greatest thing he's ever done? I mean, obviously, like, your most recent thing, you're going to think, you know, because you've learned all this other stuff from all these other things that you've done, and you know you can do this, and you know you can do that, so, you know, your most recent thing is going to be the greatest thing you've ever done, and it's just this ongoing, this is the greatest thing I've ever done, you know, Peacemaker Season 2, when it comes out, is that going to be the greatest thing he's ever done at that point? You know, I thought Peacemaker was the greatest thing he, he ever did. Like before that, right? Yeah. You know, and then before that, it was like Suicide Squad was the greatest thing he ever did. So, I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's just, you know, everything that he does after the fact, you know, you can almost say it's probably, you know, he's going to say it's the greatest thing I've ever done. And part of it is like, you know, how much of that is Disney just saying, you know what, hype it up, you know, whether it sucks or not, hype it up. That way we can get people to, to watch it. Is it supposed to like be released on streaming or is it like a movie release or something like what what's the deal with so it? it'll be disney plus and um to give i don't even feel like this really gives context right but this is his full quote that people are using for that headline the holiday special is the greatest thing i've ever done in my life it's totally ridiculous and every day we can't believe we're making it we all completely love it it is unlike anything that anyone's ever seen before I can't wait for people to see it. And again, 
I love that James Gunn hypes his own he hypes his own stuff. I feel like that you know that's hey that's just confident filmmaking. And again, he's in a good stretch. But I am getting I am getting worried that eventually we've hit a like we'll hit a James Gunn wall where it's like all right he just it, it, this isn't his best thing. Like the last thing he did was his best thing. And you know it's it's probably going to be one of those things that boils down to you know fans of Guardians of the Galaxy versus. Like, you know, DC versus Marvel kind of thing, right? Because you're talking two different properties, two different things here. So, you know, it's it's one of those. Plus, he has come a long way from being fired from Marvel to being rehired. I mean, he's come a long way from Slither. (laughs) That was James Gunn, wasn't it? Holy, That was James Gunn. I love love Slither. I really like Slither. Such a good movie. Um, You bring up a point I hadn't thought about. This is going to be the first battle ground. I mean, I'm sure it happened for Peacemaker, but I didn't really care enough to look into it. But I think this might be the first true because you didn't know what you were getting with Peacemaker, and now you've seen it. And I guess you technically had the the Suicide Squad sequel, not sequel, sort of sequel. Um, but yeah, I think this will be the first Marvel-leaning battleground between Marvel DC because James Gunn has said, F it, I'll just I'll split the baby and I'll be in both and to hell with what the toxic fandom thinks at this point though he's pretty much punched his ticket to where he can do whatever the hell he wants from marvel and dc and nobody's gonna tell him no and just the fact that you know he took guardians of the galaxy this product this that really i mean did you have you heard of guardians of the galaxy before guardians of the galaxy no i thought i thought it was gonna be crap Oh, no, honestly, I thought it was going to be crap. He, he took these characters that, you know, a lot of hardcore Marvel fans, like people who aren't the hardcore Marvel fans, like probably never heard of, and turned it into probably one of the greatest, you know, set in the uh, MCU, right? And then he goes and gets fired, and they DC hires him because they've seen what he did, and then they're like, hey, why don't you do Suicide Squad? It's kind of like the Guardians, and he turns that, and I mean, it was such a good movie compared to the first one uh and then you know gets his peacemaker tv show and people see what he's done with that and it's kind of like all right now it's you know going back to to marvel and doing something he's already you know familiar with the characters and familiar with the people there so i can see it being good i don't know about the greatest thing he's ever done but then again you know haven't seen it yet so and like i said it's one of those you know, your most recent thing is obviously going to be the greatest thing you've ever done. You know, no musical artist sits there and records their first album and then, you know, goes and tours and then they're like, write their second album and go, you know what? This wasn't as good as the first. Yeah, but you know what fans say? This wasn't oh, as good as your last. Yeah, exactly. Fans will tell you it wasn't as good as your last or they didn't like it as much as your last. But the <sighs> artists never say, you know what? Uh, we, we had a couple of good songs on this one, but quite frankly, we like the first one better. So we're just going to keep touring off that. And, and, you know, I don't want this to be an I don't want this to be like a negative, you know, jab at James Gunn. But I mean, I do worry that once the once the the general. So like he can say he can say he's probably heard, you know, bad, you know, bad responses from fans. But ever since he's been on a hot run here, he's been much more involved in social media. He's been doing a lot of like tweet alongs and Facebook watch alongs with the fans and stuff like that for episodes of of Peacemaker. And he did some stuff for Guardians of the Galaxy. 
I do worry that once this starts to go super negative against him, like the, the first thing he makes, whether it's in DC or whether it's in Marvel, that's just kind of just straight panned, which I mean, hopefully he doesn't hit that point. It, I do worry that, you know, James Gunn has talked about his mental health and stuff like that, so he's very aware of it. And I am worried that, you know, this starts to go the other way. We might break James Gunn, and that, that'd be sad. Maniacal Kitten says, ooh, what if the Guardians and Peacemaker have a dance-off? If that happens, Mickey Mouse would literally shit a squirrel. <laughs> because... Mickey Mouse and the Warner Brothers. <laughs> yeah, Mickey Mouse and Dot and uh yakko yakko wacko and dot dot yeah and smirnoff uh they'll all they'll all collectively uh take a take a shit of a squirrel like because n- none of them would see that coming and it would rightly upset everyone but the fans would love it like that would probably be the the coolest shark jumping moment is having peacemaker and star lord go at it oh just imagine some award show that'll happen i hope so man have fun with this. Yeah. We need to learn to have more fun with our comic book properties. People hold these comic book properties in such high regard. They're people wearing very tight underwear for their official clothing. We just need to calm down and let it be fun. All right? <laughs> just let it be fun. Damn. Uh, next up, we got Avatar 2 trailer is incoming, TJ. The oh. rumor. The rumors say this. Avatar 2 trailer will be airing before, or I guess attached to Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, wouldn't that be wouldn't that be weird? Wouldn't that be wild? Multiverse of madness, and like all this stuff's going on. All of a sudden, the trailer pops in. Oh, that'd be Doctor. That would be a Deadpool moment. Deadpool's just like, what the? Am I in the wrong movie? (laughs) Throw a Deadpool three trailer in there while you're at it, where he's just like, what the? Deadpool's just like, holy shit, I'm in Pandora. Like, what? <laughs> uh, so, we're finally getting a trailer for a movie that I think's been technically done. Like, the filming. not Maybe not the editing or the, the other stuff that he's going. But I think the filming principle has been done since, like, 2019. So, we're finally we're finally getting Pandora. Or, or maybe it's not. I have no idea. This movie has been just kind of off the radar for so long. Do, do you care? <laughs> do you want to see this? I was never, uh, spoiler alert, was never really a big fan of the first one. <gasps> um, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of... Zac Efron! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of, uh, you know, um, ripping up the nerd card here when I say that. Because everyone's like, oh, Avatar, Avatar, Avatar. And I was just like, Avatar? I'm like, I see these big blue people, but I seem to remember some guy with an arrow on his forehead being Avatar. What the... You know, hell. It's true, right? Yes. So so that was kind of the first thing. And the second thing was like, I never really understood. Unobtainium? Come on. Really? <laughs> Come on. Seriously? <laughs> Unobtainium? Come on. I mean, seriously. I heard they couldn't obtain it. <laughs> seriously. What the hell? Unobtainium? Come on. Come on, man. Oh. Oh, shit. So anyway, um... <laughs> So, yeah, so the fact that, oh, you know, now it's, you know, 40 years later and they're finally making a second (laughs) one. Great. You know, good for them. You know, it was it was a huge property and made billions of dollars. And, you know, it's so many people talked about it. But think about how much more they can do with the technology, the special effects technology that they have now. And on top of that, 
it wouldn't surprise me that if they finish filming in 2019, that in 2022, they're still not done with it just because the entire movie is CG. Every single yeah. bit of it. That's true. You're talking, it's people in, you know, the, the motion capture suits doing all this stuff, right? It's every bit of the landscape, everything is CG. And the fact that they're not, they're, they're going, they're not gonna, they're not gonna sci-fi channel it. All right. They're, they're going to put every bit, you know, you're talking a blade of grass is going to cost a million dollars to generate. <laughs> so the fact that it's taken this long doesn't surprise me whatsoever. So. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> welcome not nerd jared how suspicious <laughs> i think i might not know this person <laughs> okay <laughs> um <laughs> uh front relic says i'm with tj i'm not a fan of avatar maniacal kitten says 100 whenever someone says uh, uh, avatar avatar <laughs> when someone says avatar i immediately go back to the 10 year old that's flying on a bison uh, wait, TJ's remembers Sanctuary? Ooh. Yes. And, and that's not sus at all. It's it's not Maniacal Kitten. That is not, not Jared. Nerd Jared. <laughs> like, yeah. That is not, not, not <laughs> Nerd Jared. Um, I'll say this, and maybe, maybe I need to rethink my decisions. Maybe I'm worse than TJ, but I've never seen Avatar. <gasps> is that a fraud? <laughs> like, I mean... I haven't. It doesn't seem interesting. It took forever to make. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't tickle any of my fancies. Sigourney Weaver's in it. I love Sigourney Weaver, but that wasn't enough of a draw for me to watch the Blue People. I will say this, TJ, and maybe you, as someone that has seen the movie, can tell me: Do we get any actual imagery of of blue alien people junk? Because if we do, I'm back in. I'll watch this. If not, I'm out, and I'll keep not watching it. I don't think they're so. blue penis it's like a, it's like watchman watchman gave me a blue penis that's so, all i'm saying watchman and um yeah i don't think so in avatar i i remember like they have their ponytails and that's how they did it I think. what yeah listen the only the only non-penetrating sex acts in a film that i want <sighs> involve involve demolition man and i don't give a rat's ass about any other non-penetrating so, sexual activities so apparently like apparently their their intimate activities involve taking like the ends of their ponytails and touching them together right but also the funny thing is like when they ride their horses they're flying horses they're flying creature things that look mat look like horses i don't know what the hell they're called they they also take their their ponytails right and and stick them in the thing so <gasps> you got to think of it. it is a very unsanitary planet that they're on trying to obtain this unobtainium unobtainium you know who else had their their sex their sexual in next to a horse thing? I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna say. Let's it. just say it's unobtainium. <laughs> uh, the listen, fact that that is an actual thing in the movie that they're trying to obtain just is was, the dumbest damn thing I've ever heard. Was there was MacGuffin just too on the nose? Was unobtainium not enough of like we can't get this? It's our MacGuffin. Like we just can't we can't thematically get this. The director like it's just like un unplottable. Like just just call it that. Just like okay. Uh, James Cameron failed on this one. Correct. Not Jared. Not nerd Jared. Not my brother. Not my brother. Um, Maniacal Kitten says no blue titties either because not nerd Jared says no blue wank. Sorry, Cac. Well, you know, I will be unobtainable to watch this. 
unobtainium to watch this. Unob- this is, I mean, this is literally one thing. of those movies that's going to come out. It's going to make a lot of news. People are going to talk about it. And who's one person who's not going to go see it? This guy. Followed by this guy because there's no blue wings. Um, also, listen. Hey, Let's if you talk- want to see blue wings in Avatar, I'm sure there's. Uh, I'm sure there know, is too. Version. I'm sure there is Online. too. I'm sure there is too. I'm sure th- there's probably an OnlyFans for that. <laughs> and maybe, and maybe they even try the Daniel Radcliffe. That's all I'm saying. Zac Efron. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, next up, we've got. Uh, also, can we just talk about Demolition Man right quick? <laughs> I appreciate they're not having sex, having sex that they have to the point that uh, it weird Sylvester Stallone's character out. He's like, no, I just want to have sex. And it's just like, it's upset. <laughs> bodily fluids. Oh my God. <laughs> he doesn't so, know what to do with the seashells. <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember what it was I was watching, but they basically did this whole comparison of uh, 2022 in Demolition Man and 2022 now and it was like so so many things were like spot on like you know the i can't remember what it was on you're gonna have to look it up so i mean with with prices of stuff going up taco bell is about to be fine dining so yeah but i mean you're talking about like certain things like people getting on their phones just to be you know it's like you are a good person (laughs) (laughs) and it's like uh, okay well, I mean, that's why I'm here, TJ. I just hey. get on here to see if people will talk to me. <laughs> and really, I'm just talking to myself because I'm crazy. Um, let's see. We've got uh, Christina Ricci is back at, well, she's not back as Wednesday, but she is back and she will be in the Wednesday Adams series that's coming to Netflix that is directed by one Tim Burton. Are you excited to see Christina back? And will it be weird seeing her not as the character that's going to be also cast in this? Is this live action or is it animated? Oh, now that's a great question. Because it's just, it feels like it's going to be animated. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Oh my gosh. Um, Jenna Ortega. So Jenna Ortega will be uh, Wednesday Adams. That's right. She was cast as Wednesday. Um, Netflix series getting rebooted. A new series will center on General Ortega's lead role. Production series dubbed Wednesday is currently underway and expected to debut Netflix sometime next year. The live action series is unrelated to the recent animated films and will follow Wednesday as an older teenager as she attends Nevermore Academy, where she will utilize her psychic ability to help solve a supernatural mystery involving her kooky family. I already hate this. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't this is, look like it's going to be good. This and is Buffy. This is Buffy the Buffy the Adams family. Buffy the Adams family slayer. All right, well, TJ, hey, Christina Ricci, she's still getting work. Good for her. You know, ah, Christina. You know, the fact that she's involved in it, you know, I'm sure she'll be a teacher if it's an academy, if it's some college thing. That yeah, I'm already calling it. She's probably the big bad. <laughs> She's you know involved, what? She's involved in the big bad. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, she's uh, Satan one of those or Lucifer. I'm probably whatever. not going to end up watching. No, just because it just—I don't know, man. It doesn't sound like it's going to be any good. And I mean, it could be. It's Netflix. It's probably going to get canceled after one season, and people are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, you didn't like? You didn't give the show a chance?" Or whatever they do when something gets canceled on Netflix. So, 
yeah, I don't know, man. It's 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 just one of those things. The great thing about Netflix is if they don't cancel it after the first season, you're guaranteed to have it cancel after the second season. They are historically accurate on giving shows two seasons and then cutting that cord because archive 81 just got recently got canceled after season one and i kind of liked that show it was pretty decent and al and i were i I keep telling al i'm watching it but al and i were going to talk about that and he he seemed to really be liking it so that is kind of a shame but i mean their model is F it, we're going to make 25 additional things with the production that we could have used for one thing. So yeah. they're, they're spamming quantity, and, you know, maybe they don't give two tiddly craps about quality because all they need is one thing to hit, and that one thing's probably coming from Korea anyways. You know, and that's another thing too is, you know, how much of these shows are they actually financing and pushing through? True. Or how much of them, you know, because you look at a lot of these Korean shows, like I don't, you know, is Netflix going, you know what, we want to make this show specifically for Netflix? Or is a show being made and then licensed to Netflix? So, or yeah. They so could say that's a Netflix original series, but Netflix really didn't have put any of the production money into it. That's a really good point, and that's what they're doing for a lot of these, I assume, because Hulu does it for some Hulu stuff. Um, all, all the streamers do it, right? All the streamers yeah. do it. But Netflix, with their now tapped in because they've realized, oh, crap, people like Korean stuff. Um yeah, that's getting made for Korean the- I mean, that's getting made for the Korean box office. It's going to be a theatrical release in Korea, right? I assume for most of that stuff. Maybe yeah. Squid Games wasn't. Maybe Squid Games, I think, was more well, well Net- Netflix might not have fully financed that either, but I think that was more of a hey, this is coming to our streaming platform. And maybe maybe now it's more so Netflix is gobbling up because they've seen how popular the Korean um series or movies are becoming within the western audience but i agree i think originally that's how it was they're like oh you have a movie we're buying the rights to it we're shoving it out there netflix original because ain't nobody else ever synced it and and, you know of course it's adam's family is one of those properties too that just it it's it's kind of like the monsters in a sense like it's so old that still like keep doing it I just don't know that people are going to get onto into it as much as, as they think they are. So, someone in Netflix studio was just like, "Hey, everyone really liked the um, Sabrina the Teenage Witch remake that we made, but they're upset that we've canceled it. Why don't we take that and repackage it as Wednesday Adams?" And, and the fact like, that it's Tim Burton, man, the visual style of Tim Burton. Like, Tim Burton fans are going to love it. But someone like me who's not a big fan of Tim Burton, his visual style or anything, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get into it. Yeah, wasn't I like his... Batman what... and Batman Returns, Yeah, but I'm not a big fan of the style, the visual style of it. Yeah, uh, Maniacal Kitten says, dude, I really enjoyed the Sabrina show. I did too. I did too. I did too. Uh, I felt like they could have done more with it. I haven't seen the last season all the way through. Um but maybe I'm just an I'm, I'm just old, but I remember the old Sabrina the Teenage Witch, and whenever I saw like what they did with the new one, I get that it's probably more comic accurate than the old one, but I'm still just like I like the old one better. Yeah. Well, I'm just waiting for an edgy, grittier version of Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming in through the window. Bam! <laughs> just... Clarissa explains it all, but this time she's a detective, a homicide detective. 
<laughs> we need to really just sit down and start pitching shit that was on like like hey dude but a gritty 90s version so like think of hey, you remember hey dude a little wild a little strange living out here on the range hey dude uh and it was another one of those nickelodeon here's some young people in like a camp scenario type thing from the 90s oh, okay. um uh yeah, so like it's hey so. dude but it's all like, that i remember all that which is like all a that saturday night live all that i mean all that is just little kids uh Doing saturday night live yeah and honestly i think they hit a lot more than, than some of snl did in later series well, considering that a lot of them went on to join SNL as something. True. Right? Keenan uh Keenan Thompson is like the longest running SNL cast member ever. Yeah. So wild. So wild. Good for Keenan. I like Keenan. I like Keenan. I think he's pretty solid. Now I don't like all of his skits and I don't like all of his characters. Pretty solid actor though. Pretty solid actor. Pretty solid comedian. Uh can get behind that. I'm ready for salute your shorts, but it's uh it's like a Jason. It's like a Jason clone. <laughs> Serial dear, killer at a camp. Dear God, who keeps saluting all these shots? <laughs> Welcome to the good. Welcome to the good burger. Hold up the good burger. Can I take your order? I really liked uh, what was it, Keenan and Kel? Uh, when they when they spun off of all that and did their their straight up just duo series with Keenan Thompson. Uh, and Kel, I forget what Kel's last name is, uh, but I like that too. I like that one. I thought that was pretty good. Who loves orange soda? Kel loves orange soda. Yes, he do. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, but yeah, no, I think I think I would be down for sitting down, mapping out all the '90s stuff that we can remember, and figuring out how to give it like the gritty, updated version because. Clarissa explains it all as as like a homicide detective. <laughs> it's probably the greatest random off the top of your head thing that has you know, just ever come out because that is that is that is what someone that gets paid thousands upon thousands of dollars is sitting somewhere in a room right now saying, Dear God <laughs> Make it <laughs> I, I hope someone sees this and goes, you know what, we're gonna give this guy a lot of money for coming up with this idea. <laughs> coming to shutter this summer. <laughs> Clarissa explains it all. Clarissa, as she tries to explain it all. <laughs> she knows the who, she knows the where, but does she know it? All. Uh, what's next? I don't know. <laughs> it's permanent until it moves back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's as permanent as you can be with uncertainty. Uh, I'll watch it while I eat my Tuesday wings. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why. So just to, just to give some insight. In my mind, when I was reading that, I read, I'll watch you while eat, and then somehow, some reason, I cannot explain it, eat ass my Tuesday wing special popped into my mind. I don't know why. I have no idea why. But, Zach Um But yeah, no, we appreciate that, Maniacal Kitten. Please stop by. Uh, TJ, you're also welcome to join us. Jared, I mean, hell, Jared, if you want to show up, you can too. It's out uh, of jail. Jared, yeah, there's just, there's no limitations to the Al stream other than just please be nice to Al. <laughs> That's all I ask. He's young. Be nice to him. I let him roll with some cryptids. Uh, I think we might be doing the Jersey Devil for our cryptid on Tuesday. 
So I'm excited to see what he digs up and researches for that. Michael Kitten, well, I guess I'm not subscribing to your OnlyFans. Well, damn. Well, yeah. darn. Well, just wait till you miss out on all the lucky shin picks I have. All right, this has been Rage Nerds. We're out. We love you. Goodbye. I didn't have I didn't have the ending song ready. Sorry, Jared. That makes me that makes me think of Day of the Dead, like from Shaun of the Dead. Day of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead is so good, man. Such a good movie. Such a good movie. Uh, where, where? we should do like a we should do like a streaming and watch Shaun of the Dead sometime. Oh man, we all would of us so get kicked off Facebook. Oh yeah, I wonder if it's on Google Prime. I wonder if it, Google Prime. I wonder if it's on. I mean, I guess it is Google. <laughs> I wonder if it's on Prime. I wonder if we could do a watch party. I wonder if Prime or if you Twitch, whatever the hell we're on, still allows us to do watch parties. I, I don't see know. Options for watch party all the time. Okay, so so maybe so. we can still do it. I am Ron Burgundy. Man, my my vamping for time is really not <laughs> working the way I thought it would. Oh my god, we forgot we forgot to do Jared's warning noise. It is in it is in our um and hold it is in our uh uh our podcast our audio podcast episode. We're on everywhere you can find podcasts. But Jared's warning for spoilers audio does make an appearance in that. Oh okay. Yeah, where did I put the where did I put this thing? And hold, where did I put you? And hold. How long ago was? It? Where Good night, is everybody? My, where, where is my mind? <laughs> Where is... Oh, wait, here we go. Hup, hip, hip, hop.